clean. I guess that's better than pastor maple syrup. Oh, no, we're getting into dad jokes or something, aren't we? Sorry, girls. <laughs> oh, my. Well, it's good to be flexible in life, right? Good. Because all I thought was I was sharing at the very beginning for, you know, a short amount of time, and here I am now, Pastor Honey. But I believe God's been speaking to us, and hopefully I've got something more to add to the smorgasbord that's been laid out for us. It's interesting that when you, when you look at when Christ first came to the earth, There were angels. Hark the herald angels sing glory to the newborn king. So his coming was announced, made clear at least to the shepherds. And then when Christ was about to begin his ministry, if we look in Matthew 3, we read again that somebody's announcing, somebody's pronouncing uh, something regarding the coming Christ. And so in Matthew 3, starting at verse 1, in those days John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John himself was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Ooh, honey again. Oh my, what do I do with this? Then Jerusalem, all Judea and all the region around the Jordan went out to him and were baptized by him in the Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, now the Pharisees and the Sadducees were the religious rulers, the the ones who were to teach the law, the law of Moses, to the people. And what we read in the scriptures is they were the ones who resisted the actual coming of the Messiah. They're the ones who rejected Jesus. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and said, and again, this is John, he saw the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism. He said to them, brood of vipers. That's, that's not very nice wording, is it? I mean, we're supposed to be nice to people, right? 
But he was very clear to them. Brood of vipers. Now, again, you get a picture of this. This is some guy in camel's hair clothing. Probably looks like a wild man. But he's speaking the word of the Lord. And the people are responding. The Pharisees and the Sadducees came to see what's going on because it's like, hey, these people are going after something. We better go see what it is. And he called them out. Brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore, bear fruits worthy of repentance. And do not think to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. They were placing their confidence in being part of God's family in that their natural lineage came from Abraham. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. And even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Therefore every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. So this last verse, verse 12, John the Baptist is saying that God is going to bring a separation. He's going to separate. That's what winnowing um, wheat is. You're separating the wheat from the chaff. Bringing a separation. Um, in today's world, there is a separation occurring. You can see it. We're no longer, there's not great unity, at least here in the U.S., I'm sure elsewhere. There is a, a separation that is occurring. But I want to look at in Isaiah where it spoke of John the Baptist where it you know, was prophesied that what he was doing. And in Isaiah 40, verse 3, the voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh, all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it.
many times scripture has more than one fulfillment. This passage was attributed to John the Baptist in the New Testament. But I believe that we are all to be heralds, to be those that declare the coming of the king. Every valley shall be exalted and every mountain and hill shall be made low. The crooked shall be made straight and the rough places plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. first part of that John fulfilled prepare you the way of the Lord make straight in the desert a highway for our God but I'm not sure that verse 6 has been fulfilled yet that the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken. And I believe that is to come, and I believe it is soon to come. In Habakkuk 2.14, we read, For the earth shall be filled, shall be filled, shall be filled, shall be filled. Is that what it says? Filled, right? filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. If you've ever been out to sea where you can't see land, all you can see is sky and water. The water is there, it's everywhere. The earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. I believe that is coming soon to the earth near you. I want to read a song. All that other is extra. This psalm is what I was going to just read at the beginning, but because we're so flexible, we're going to, we do something a little different today. But Psalm 24, and this psalm is attributed to David when he was bringing the ark of the covenant from the house of Obed-Edom up to 
essentially his backyard where he was on the hill of Zion in Jerusalem. I believe 2 Samuel 6 is where you could read further on that story, but we're just going to read this psalm. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts, he is the King of glory. Like I said, I, I believe that we are to be heralds of God's coming. So so I want to show you what this looks like, at least this morning. The king is coming. The king is coming. The king is coming. Prepare, 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 prepare. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. The king is coming. You may wonder, how do I prepare? Well, let me reinterpret this psalm or portion of it. Where it says, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors. It's like, lift up your heads, people. Lift up your arms to the king. Open the doors and the gates of your life and of your heart to the king. Let him in. The king of glory is coming. The king is coming. I'm not referring to his second coming. I'm referring to first he wants to come to each of us. But he is coming. His glory shall be seen in all the earth as the waters cover the sea. That will occur prior to his second coming. That may be who knows how far off in the distance, but his coming, I believe, 
in a mighty way in the earth. You are so lucky to be alive today. You are so lucky to be alive today because I believe with your eyes you're going to see it. But prepare the way. Prepare the way. He's going to be coming. Create a landing strip for him in your own life, in your own heart. Okay, honey pastor. <laughs> Thanks, dear. Sorry. We're we're not quite right. We're a little bit left. <laughs> but the king is coming. Prepare be prepared. Be prepared. Your eyes are going to see it. Be prepared. You don't want to miss it. You want to be a part of it. Be prepared. When John the Baptist was telling them, when he came to prepare the way of the Lord, he said, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven has been at hand since then. But the king is coming in a greater measure. The king is coming. Prepare for his coming. I don't think we have a clue as to what God's going to do in the very near future. I mean, if you consider that verse, for the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. You look at how many people are lost today and clueless. For the earth to be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. You know, if you look at the radical changes that occurred in natural things in the earth, after medieval times when they had the Renaissance, the Reformation. You look at how society, at least in Europe, was transformed. That's just natural stuff. You know, it's like but if God's moving, I want to see I want to see Jesus' words fulfilled when he spoke of 
the works that he was doing as far as raising people from the dead, healing people, where he said, greater works than these you will do. I want to see that. I want to be a part of that. I don't want to be an observer. You know, you can be an observer to things in life and not a participant. I can remember... Thirty-four years ago, standing in a tree stand during deer season, and actually praying that exact thing, where I don't want to be an observer in life. I want to be a participant. And I believe that God heard that prayer and answered it in a natural way immediately. Because I had no longer or no sooner finished praying that and a buck came chasing a doe, chased him around the tree I was in and stopped right there. And I then had the choice. Am I going to be an observer or a participant? I participated. But we all have a choice in life. Are you going to be an observer? Are you going to just sit back and watch and see what happens, let the world go by? You know, my... My, um, well, what is it? My, my inability to think. Um, <laughs> my personality is not to be an extrovert. It's like I was quite the introvert. I'm not naturally one who wants to get up and just talk to the world. So it was easy for me to be more of an observer than a participant. But no matter your personality or your ability or inability, if you ask God to use you the way he wants to, if you you know, if you truly say to the Lord, Lord, I'm yours, you know what you're saying? You're no longer your own. You no longer get to choose. You no longer have full control. So if you're truly giving yourself away, then who knows what he's going to do with you. The problem we have is that true yielding and parting with control. So I want to just leave you with those thoughts.
be prepared. Prepare the way of the Lord. The king is coming. Be prepared. He is coming. He is coming. I tell you, he is coming. Be prepared. And don't be an observer. Don't be an observer. You don't want to be left on the sidelines and say, there he goes. You want to be in his entourage. You want to be with him. You want to be participate with what he is going to do in the earth in the days soon to come. In the days that are upon us right now. So as Nathan shared the brevity of life. You know, every breath we have is a gift. And you don't know when that's going to be taken from you. Be prepared. Be prepared. Eternity is one breath away. You stop breathing, your eternity has begun. Be prepared. Be prepared. Got anything else? It's all yours, baby. Honey, sweetie pie. Please forgive us. <laughs>